welcome to a Black Voice podcast. I'm releasing it on a different day than normal, but that's because I was feeling a bit unwell um, on Monday. But anyway, I'm here now. And I thought, and a very interesting topic that came to mind was about what we are labelled. And when I say we, I mean people of colour, and even that label, people of colour, and BAME, and um, Afro-Caribbean, these terms, like, I was just thinking, where did these come from? Um, Obviously, it would have been labels that have been given to us by um, white people, because who actually thought, oh, let's call them people of colour? That means that white people don't have colour? Like, it doesn't make sense. Are we all rainbows and then they're just not coloured? What, what does that mean? And BAME, I was really thinking about BAME because I remember when I was reading the book Taking Up Space um, by Chelsea... I really don't know how to pronounce their last names. Chelsea and... I don't know how to pronounce the other name, but it's Taking Up Space. And then I guess if you would just Google that and you wrote Chelsea, you would find the book. But it's that one. That book is just all about... Um, the different adversities that these two young black students endured when they went to Cambridge University. But there was a bit of that book that talked about the term BAME. And I never thought about it too deep before that. Because that BAME stands for black, either black and Asian minority ethnic people, or it stands for black and minority ethnic people. But looking at that phrase, black and minority ethnic people or black and asian minority ethnic people it's like it separates us so it's like saying black and others basically or black and asian and others so that means everyone that is involved or classified as and others that's such a a way of diminishing their value it's like oh you're just you belong to other category that's so dehumanizing in a way it's not even they don't even deserve a label or title a title is a better word than label. They don't even deserve a, deserve a title. They're just labelled as others. It's just... Um, and then by saying, if you're talking about black and minority ethnic, it's as if saying black people aren't part of the minority ethnic category, which we are because black people are ethnic minorities. So I really don't understand whoever created this term, what the reasoning was behind everything. Yeah. And then I was thinking about I was watching the show um the school that tried to end racism that was on channel four it was there's only two episodes sadly I really thought it was going to go on for longer but there was only two episodes and they were shown on channel four on Thursdays nine o'clock um last week and the week before so it should be on available online by now on channel four ID but um when I was watching that they had an uh South Asian well she was a girl who was half South Asian and half white and no it wasn't even her that made me think about it it was another student on that show um and she was saying how when racism is discussed they only focus on black and white which is so true and that leaves a lot of topics about racism concerning other races out of the picture so um that's something I never really considered because being a black woman I've always considered how racism affects me directly and I've also thought about how it affects other races as well, especially since I I was born in an area that was um, very culturally diverse and more people live in my area are actually Asian. So I did always think about how racism was different for them. But 
the way it's written about in history books, um, and especially when it's talked about in America the most, it's usually black versus white. And there's not much of a discussion about how racism affects other people as well who are not white. So I think that was a huge thing that I really, that came to my mind this week. I was like, yeah, that's just so right. That not people, not many people talk about racism affecting other cultures. Um, and I think that just ties in again with the whole BAME labeling black and others. Like that's so dehumanizing to just label people as and other. But um, this is what I just thought was really important to, to consider this week because the discussion of racism, racism affects so many different people in different ways. And I think that's why they have different terms like misogynoir, which is really specifically talking about how racism and sexism, well, sexism affects black women in a different way because of their race as well, how we're hypersexualized and how there's such a focus on our bodies compared to other females who belong to other races. So racism, sexism affects all of us in very different ways. And I think every topic and every subsection needs to be given as much equal attention because otherwise people end up feeling invisible um and I think just what I said people feeling invisible that's something that came up to my realization earlier this year on my course when someone who um is Asian was saying how they feel invisible because they feel like their community isn't highly represented in the media but also how again Asian people aren't talked about um, enough in racial topics. It's usually just black versus white or black and white. Um, but that's a huge thing that came to mind. And also something else, I, I think I, I don't know where I heard it. Either I read it or I was listening to a podcast. Um, but it was someone who was saying that they didn't like the term Asian because Asian embodies a whole mass of people, South Asian, East Asian, um, it involves people who are Chinese, Indian, and um, Pakistani, Bangladeshi, so many variety of different types of people, all under this label of Asian. So it's, it is a very, a very generalized way to describe a person. So to just say, oh, that Asian person there, it's like, what, what does that mean? It's, it's not enough to just say, to label a whole mass of people under one category. So there's just a lot of things that I was thinking about in terms of how we are identified and labelled. Oh, and another big thing that um, that came up was when I was watching I May Destroy You. Um, I don't remember if it was, I think it was, I don't know what it was, like there's 10 episodes now. So I think it was episode nine and she was going to the doctors. So huge spoiler alert, but she's going to the doctors to check up on her MRI scan. And the doctor referred to her as Afro-Caribbean and I never realised how, again, restrictive that title is because I'm, I'm originally um, from the Caribbean. Originally, all black people are from Africa, and all people in general are from Africa. But um, I never thought to do part title. I always was irritated by being called Afro-Caribbean because I just thought, can't you just call me black? Like I call you like if a white person was calling me Afro-Caribbean, which is I remember. Um, a placement that I did and this white I had a white supervisor he was so scared to say black he said oh I mean Afro-Caribbean I was like just say black like I say white what's the problem but um 
in the show, she was having a real problem with being called Afro-Caribbean because she was saying, I'm African, I'm from um, Nigeria. So why is Af- why is Caribbean even in the title when you referred to me? Which makes complete sense because for me, when people have said Afro-Caribbean, which irritates me anyway, but I kind of got used to it. But Caribbean was in the title anyway, so I thought, okay, yeah, I'm Caribbean. But there's no point in referring to African people as Caribbean at all because there's no association with, with Caribbean. Whereas for black people from the Caribbean, all black people have originated from Africa anyway, so it's not really a problem for for me anyway um, to be referred to as Afro-Caribbean because I'm originally from Africa and I'm from the Caribbean. But to call an African person Afro-Caribbean makes no sense whatsoever because they have no association with the Caribbean. So that's just another reason why these whole labels and identities and there's a way that we have to tick ourselves in these forms are just ridiculous because why are we being given extra special labels to identify ourselves? Why can't we just be called black, white, brown? Why can't we create our own? The thing, the most important thing is creating our own um, labels or identification. Why are we relying on a label that was given to us by a white person? Like, why? Why are we relying on other people to define who we are? It's just so stupid and irritating and doesn't make any sense at all and but yeah that was just something that I thought was really interesting to think about for myself this week and to think about how putting yourself or having yourself put in such a restrictive small label can be so limiting on how you want to express yourself and how you want to tell other people I am this I am that but you have to go by a a label that has been given to you on a document form or something it's just and then also that makes me think about um gender identity and and um sexuality as well because people have always said that they don't want to be have a label put on them because that really puts a huge restriction on their gender on their sexuality whereas gender and sexuality both can be viewed as on a, on a spectrum so to say I am woman but you don't always if someone doesn't always feel like a woman how can you just label them how can anyone just label that person as just being defined as one thing when they don't always feel that way same with sexuality saying I am someone saying that I am I am gay but they don't always feel like they're attracted to one gender they feel like they're attracted to several genders so it's again all kind of I like to say that it all kind all all of this topic is related to race, gender, sexuality. Um but I also know that the the differences in how we're treated according to our label is very different. So for example, experiencing racism is a different experience from experiencing homophobia, which is a different experience from experiencing both homophobia and racism at the same time, or transphobia at the same time. And so each of these experiences are obviously all difficult, traumatizing experiences, but they're very different for each person who belongs to each different culture, background, or each different um, gender identity or each different sexuality. So I really think every label or identity should be up to the individual person. They should wake up and say, actually, I identify this and you can't tell me that I'm under this label because how can anyone really tell someone else you are this? It's just, it's so frustrating for someone to tell you you're this. Just let that individual person think and create their own magical label if they want to or maybe they just want to go by human and that's it end of discussion so um 
yeah, that's just something that was on my mind this week. And hopefully you enjoyed listening to me rant about it. Um, I am now going to go out, so I'm going to end the podcast. But thank you for listening. Um, I also didn't introduce myself. I'm Francesca. And you have been listening to A Black Voice. Thank you. And see you again next week. Bye.